0: Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion, theater, and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Amanda Carestio. I'm Meg Healy.
1: And I'm Kate Zynard. Happy New Year and welcome to the first episode of 2022. Oh, it feels so strange to say that. I know. (laughs) On today's episode, we'll be talking about zero-waste sewing, including what it is, Pattern suggestions and how to implement it in our sewing practices. We'll each share a little something in our Sojo segment. Then we'll answer a listener question. But before we begin, how is everybody doing in this new year?
2: Just, I just feel just like a roll into the. I don't feel any great epiphanies or anything. It's just kind of it was twenty twenty one and now it's
1: twenty twenty two and yeah, that's a thing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, people keep saying it's like pronounced like 2020 and then
0: two. It's like, I'm like, no. Yeah. Not that. Not that. <laughs> not that. Hopefully. Yeah. I feel like because of the publishing thing, I'm like, it's only 2022. Like we've been working on 2022 stuff right. for six months. Yeah. So it feels like it feels even more anticlimactic because of that. And mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all. I've. I've seen it a lot in the online sewing community and I'm definitely feeling it myself that like, I don't know. I don't have the like new year's resolutions, uh, this year that I feel like I've had in previous years with regard to sewing and with regard to life in general. I don't know. How about y'all? Um, if you recall, I hardly ever do,
1: um, (laughs) new year's resolutions except to be better about flossing. Um, which is my every year New Year's. That's noble.
2: <laughs> I floss today, actually, before Good. before the podcast. Yeah, that's a great one. Well, there I think we it go. Was my first
1: floss of the year. That's, that, <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that's what I try to stick through throughout the year because I can usually I can usually manage to floss at least every other day throughout the year. Um, but uh, other than that, I just I I feel like they're... I feel like the new year is a very arbitrary thing and uh-huh. while I understand the philosophy behind it it's I don't know I it they always just make me feel bad in the end when I don't succeed at them so yeah I don't do them uh-huh. except for blossom
0: just an observation I think it must it must be just a culmination of quarantine things pandemic things because I, I don't know, I'm so, I'm such a list maker and this time of year, I'm usually like, yes, let's do this. And this year I'm like, mm, just survive and keep sewing for joy. That's, mm-hmm. that's all I got this year. I'm okay with mm-hmm. it though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wanted uh, to
2: try to, yeah, do more meditating. That was my only. Oh, that's a good try one. to meditate like every day. Like, listen, just sit in my sunroom and just. I haven't done it yet, but. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: okay. That's okay. I feel like you
2: don't. Step one is I downloaded the app. That was step one. Mm.
1: Yes. (laughs) Oh, that sounds good. I love that. Maybe I'll start meditating more. Yeah. And
2: then I'm like, what do I wear
1: meditating?
2: And like, oh, I need to sell some like, <laughs> meditating clothes. And, you know, um, that is so hilarious. So it goes to a place of that, uh, just like comfortable. And I feel like oh, even doing some research for this episode, I already have a pattern printed out that would be like the perfect meditating dress. So I first need to make that and then I can actually start my New Year's resolution. There you go. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's all about the intention. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's like when I always make the New Year's resolution to work out, it always starts with the outfits. It always starts with, what's my mm-hmm. color palette for, <laughs> you know, my coordinating collection of workout wear this year? And then, um, so my, I need to like, think of a name, like, M- Wear. No, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> med, med oh. leisure med leisure oh <laughs> i like that yeah oh
1: definitely mm-hmm. well right. as for me well, i just care about staying warm right now oh no, yes it's cold it's super, so cold super cold here Hmm. yeah
2: coming from now, like the loft that we had, we didn't control the heat and it was like steam heat. And so it was always so hot. It's so nice to be able to wear like sweaters and stuff. So I'm getting excited about wearing all my cozy clothes and everything now that we have a house and we have to like pay for heating and it's, you know, more drafts <laughs> are coming in and all that stuff. So it's been really fun rediscovering some warmer things. And so it's kind of fun. I'm like, oh,
0: it's cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: which has been, which has been really nice. Just so many clothes that I've just haven't been able to wear because it was just too hot, uh, too hot to wear in the loft. So digging out, I'm rocking my fashion design sweater from college. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so funny because the joke of this one, it kind of looks like weird lettering because it's a Navy letter with black outline and they it's not very well defined. So the joke is, it's like, it's not very well designed and it says fashion design.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Wow. Well, should we jump into this episode? Let's do it. I think we should. Let's. Let's do it. All right. So zero waste sewing uses up an entire piece of fabric with no scraps left behind. Every studio has a scrap bin, but what if you could reduce your fabric waste by sewing more styles that utilize your entire yardage? If you have been saving a precious piece of fabric, why not cut it in a way that uses it all so you can end up with a lovely garment that doesn't add to the garbage bin? Um. How do you how do you all define zero waste sewing? Because it can kind of it's not just about really the the utilization of the fabric urge. I feel like some other factors go into it or we all can look at it differently. How would we define it?
0: Well, you know, I thought that I knew a good bit about zero waste sewing, but the more that I've kind of dug into it, the more I'm finding that is really, I don't know kind of new and interesting and intriguing. Um, we have an article in So News Spring that will be coming mm-hmm. out in February with Liz Haywood, who is an Australian designer who specializes in zero-waste sewing. I believe she has a book as well. And it was really interesting to read that, um, to kind of just think through the approach from both a consumer and a designer and how, yeah. like, how it's really like puzzle pieces. And it's yep. such a challenge and but it's you know so useful because I do see how much waste I generate on my own, um, and to think about that like on an industry like fast fashion scale is just kind of mind boggling. So for me, I I feel like zero waste sewing is more about kind of an awareness. I'm, yeah, I don't think I don't think I'd ever be like a purist about it, like here's this little teeny tiny piece of fabric that I didn't use and I feel bad about it. You know, I feel (laughs) like, I feel like it's, it's, for me, it's kind of lumped in with low waste sewing too. Like that's that to come at it from a different perspective and kind of a mind shift, um, and, an awareness in your sewing room. So that's kind of how I'm thinking about it now and approaching it. And I don't know, that seems a little bit more Accessible than jumping, you know, full headway into zero waste sewing because it really is. It's a pretty different approach. Uh Well,
1: I actually didn't know that zero waste sewing was a thing really until last year. I think it was last Uh year. It's hard to remember. And um, I just thought it was such a neat concept. And I don't actually know very much about it. And I haven't tried it yet. So I'm really looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say in this episode. Because um, the idea is definitely super inspiring. Like you said, the idea of just not throwing away a whole bunch of fabric at the end of a Mm -hmm. project. I mean... When I was cleaning out my studio last year, I ended up with like three garbage bags full of yeah. um bits yeah. that I was like, I can't make anything out of this. Yep. Or I don't I can't I can't patchwork this or mm-hmm. you know any of that stuff and I ended up throwing out three huge bags of fabric scraps and I was like, well, that makes me feel awful. So, yeah, yeah I'm uh really looking forward to learning more. Mhm. Yeah.
2: Same with moving, like dealing with, do I move with this piece of fabric that's like, so this big and, uh, but I love your approach, Amanda, kind of viewing it as a a low waste sewing, just being more aware and even in everything like, you know, thread Am i do i always need to pull it like so far away from my machine yeah. like, cut, you know, like little things like that do i always need like a huge serger trails <laughs> and um uh, with paper and stuff do i really need to print the instructions can i just view yes. like print the pattern it's just it's it's a lifestyle no, <laughs> no i don't know but i love uh i love your approach too it's like not that big black and white thinking but uh, you know waste, and like zero waste and feeling bad if you have a little bit, but just kind of a low waste awareness. I really like that and definitely want to carry that through and how it's, be- I love how it's becoming this thing. And it is kind of new. I remember seeing, I think it was the LB's textiles that, uh, that the Maynard dress, that was the first I was shopping on their website and I saw it and I go, Oh, what a cool idea. A zero waste pattern. And that was the first time I even, heard about zero waste sewing and know that you know pattern designers are utilizing this and i thought it was brilliant i was oh what a good idea and but that one seems that one's actually a a quite intimidating one so i'm glad that there are like we'll talk about there are some more beginner ones but i definitely want to work my way up to that one because it's such a beautiful silhouette yeah but we'll talk about more patterns later but yeah just a low-waste lifestyle uh i really love too Yeah. So let's talk about what we've done so far. Uh, So have you ever sewed a zero waste pattern or project before?
0: I haven't done a ton, um, but I have. Chris Wood Sews has been on my radar for a while and I just, I love her design aesthetic. Her um, envelope dress is probably one of the more popular zero waste patterns out there. I think it's zero waste. It might be low waste. Um, no, it is zero waste. Is it zero I waste?
2: I, I, I actually bought this pattern today nice. doing research and I loved it. And it is uh, zero waste. It so is. good.
0: Yeah. Well, I love um, it. that dress was on my radar and I haven't made it yet, but I did purchase her throw jacket pattern, which is not Ooh. zero waste. It's minimal waste, but yeah. it's... Um, I love it. It was kind of the perfect thing for, um, it's like a nice outer layer. It's really drapey. I have some kind of lighter weight fabrics in my Uh stash that I just wasn't using. And it's, it's not a hard sew, but, um, but it's, it's perfect for those like just as a nice layer over a cami or a spaghetti strap dress. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I think the thing about, um, her patterns in particular, which you see a lot in zero waste patterns is there's not actually a pattern you're cutting dimensions which is you know a bit of a shift too when you think about it but also with hers you're able to um to adjust the dimensions and kind of plug in your measurements so you're also you're drafting it for yourself to fit yourself before you cut it so a bit of a mind shift but i do i do like that um thinking too, because it's not just about the fabric. It's about Uh the paper as well. Yeah. Um, which Mm -hmm. was a shift for me and it was a new and different experience, but I, but I really enjoyed it. It was, it was a quick, sew. you didn't have to tile a pattern. You're just, you know, I was thinking like it would really, having a rotary cutter while you're making zero waste patterns, I feel like is really, I don't want to say essential because I feel like there's always a way around it. But I remember for that one, um, if you're cutting those bigger pieces of fabric, those bigger rectangles and more like solid shapes like that, that um, having a rotary cutter and just being able to do it on your uh, tabletop was, Uh it was very quick. Mm -hmm. Uh I can see
2: that. Uh
0: Yeah, I, I
2: haven't, I've, I realized I really actually was sewing some low weight, wa- not low waste, zero waste patterns before I even realized it. I used to sew a ton of just taking a square of fabric and gathering it into a skirt yeah, and I would have, yeah. you know, um, mm-hmm. even when I started sewing, I remember using, you know, tablecloths and just experimenting and I didn't really know about patterns and cutting. I would just take squares and either pleat them in. I remember I used to wrap them over this this little form that I had, you know, the adjustable ones and I would just pleat things and, and I wouldn't come up with waste. It would just be, um, just be shapes. Uh, so I, I kind of realized I did it before I even know I was doing it. Cause just, yeah. you just didn't know about different shapes and patterns and all that. But yeah, but uh, for, there was an episode of Style Revive that I did on zero-waste sewing, and I made and developed like a ruffle off-the-shoulder top that uses just so one cute. yard. Yeah, and same with the pleated skirt. It's pleated and gathered, and it's also zero-waste with one yard. And depending on how wide your fabric is, that means the longer it is. So you can adapt it based on if you want it long, then you use a wider fabric. So that was really fun to develop. I was really inspired, and I was like, how can I... Um, how can I create one myself? And it was really, it was really fun. And I realized that Julian actually does a lot of this with woodworking. It's like a sheet of fat and, you know, you'd want to use and you like draw lines and cuts and sheets of, of wood and you don't want any waste too. Uh, Mm -hmm. so that was kind of fun to, it kind of goes into other crafts as well without Mm -hmm. waste cutting, cutting different shapes and all that.
0: Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that. Um, just thinking about other crafts, like yeah. maybe for for knitting and crochet, waste is probably not as big of an issue because mm. you're talking about yeah. yarn. You've just got like a little bit of a skein left over. Um, quilting, I feel like probably generates a lot of scraps, but they're usually like a usable shape. Right. Like they're a square yeah. or, you know, unless you're doing curves it's really the curves that generate mm-hmm. the most waste it seems right mm-hmm. um, but one thing that I've started to do too is in addition to Meg you mentioned like not printing off pattern instructions that's definitely a step I've taken it's a bit hard to get used to um, yeah. you know having your computer in your sewing room and, and looking at it but it, I, I feel like it's it's definitely for the better um, in terms of paper consumption, Um, But also, as I'm cutting out patterns, I will go ahead and pre-trim things to make them usable, like to make them into more usable shapes. So if I've got, you know, a little bit of extra around the curve of a hem, then I'll just trim it off straight. And so that I find that I've been a little bit more... um, Apt to go back and actually use those scraps if they're in more usable shapes, and not just like yeah. a big piece of fabric with a hole cut out I, of the you, middle, you know right. I'll go ahead and trim <laughs> it. That's not reducing waste, but for me, it's like making it so I'll be more likely to go back to that mm. you know instead of a big mangle of scraps left over. I've got the bigger pieces that um that I'll actually hopefully use, yeah.
1: I mm-hmm. I almost never pay attention to pattern layouts because I'd rather oh, yeah. try to fit oh, things in yeah, never. my own way. <laughs> um and part of that is just trying to conserve fabric, trying to yeah. cut it out in slightly slightly less than you know the regular layout would be.
0: Uh I don't know that I really succeed that often. But
1: <laughs> I always try. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <gasps> me too. Like I'll, I'll forever just add a seam up the back, like mm. oh, just totally. seam it and then stitch it down. Like I'm, I'm really okay with that. Adding a seam to a back yoke is not, not the, the end all scenario for me. So I, I definitely yeah. try to, to make things work. Yeah. And it's,
2: having a grain line, not if it's like yeah, a little, I mean, if it fits in that area, just, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be
1: perfect. Yeah, that's always <laughs> no, the real challenge, the you know. Yeah. You were talking about Julian and wood. Well, the nice thing about yeah. wood is you don't have to pay attention to yep. the grain. Um, right. And I, I know I always feel that way when I'm cutting uh, interfacing, non-woven interfacing. I'm always like, I could do this in whatever direction I want, and I don't have to worry about <laughs> it. And uh, then I'm sitting here like, I wish I could have done this with the regular pieces too. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> the problem with mm-hmm. greens. Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: Another thing I always do as well for, especially for the digital patterns that have so many variations and sleeve. Instead of printing out the whole pattern, I kind yes. of comb through the PDF and I extract just the pieces I need. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I'm not sure if uh, I use Adobe Acrobat. I don't know if Adobe Reader, you can have that same functionality, but I can do organized pages and I can kind of see and I can delete pages that I know if yes. it's pieces or a long hemline that I'm not even going to use. Mm-hmm. I try and delete as much. Uh, and then it's, kind of annoying too. I know I, I, it started out that way, not in a waste perspective, but more of a time, uh, mm-hmm. taping everything together. I taped together 10 sheets and I realized I don't even want this piece. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, a lot of indie designers nowadays will actually tell you if you want to make <laughs> that, view a or view mm-hmm. B, these yeah. are the pages yeah. that you print. And I really appreciate that always because Same. I will, mm-hmm. as you say, try to do it myself. If they don't, do it for me, but it takes a lot more time for me to figure it out.
2: So let's talk about a little bit more about some resources that are in the sewing community right now, some zero-waste sewing patterns that you can that you can use. I did some research and I was so sh- surprised how how many there are. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure that there was that many. And I was having so much fun looking at all the creative ways. And just you don't even think that some of these are zero waste sewing. There's like pants. But then you see that the pants have curved pockets in the back, which makes sense because of the crotch curve. It's just so creative. Yeah. And I just, it's mm-hmm. so, so cool. So maybe we can go through some patterns that we know of. And I know I'm adding so many, so many to my list and a lot of them are actually, well, many of them, not, not all of them, but many of them are just free tutorials or downloads, um, as well. So if you want to start, um, into that, you can, um, just try it out. And then again, you know, financially support designers that are doing these kind of patterns, which I think it's really important as well. So mm-hmm. I know Amanda, you have a bunch on your list.
0: Yeah. And some of these are from that article because, um, there was, there were new ones, uh, to me in Liz's article. It was so good. Um, but definitely I think Chris Wood sews I, that envelope dress is on my list. Uh, uh-huh. Meg. I cannot wait to see how yours turns out because I, it's really, it's, it's my silhouette. You know, I don't think that, um, not all zero waste patterns are like, big and huge and bulky and voluminous. Um, but this, the aesthetic of the envelope dress really oh, speaks mm-hmm. to me. Like I love it. It's um, it's really simple yet really refined. And I've seen, there's so many versions of it and there are also like pattern pack expansions for it. So oh, yeah, um, there's just so much you can do with that one. Um, Liz Haywood, the, the person who wrote the article has an Etsy store called the craft of clothes, um and it's so cool because you know i was definitely thinking more on the garment side but she's got patterns for backpacks and fanny packs um doll clothes oh, yeah. this it's just really neat to think about all that you could sew probably in this way and bags are seem actually like a really great um, option for this because so many times you are just cutting rectangles rectangles or squares. Um, so I just, I thought that was really interesting. The Maynard dress by LB Textiles has definitely been on my radar for a little bit. Um, super inspiring. I think that one has some nice shaping to it as well, um, in terms of a silhouette. And then, uh, Birgitta Helmerson's zero Uh waste gathered dress is probably the dress that I have seen most people kind of in my sewing circle online make. I've seen a lot of those in my feed. Um, but I was looking on her site, um, and she's got so many other zero waste patterns, like workwear jackets. Uh And as you mentioned, pants, um, which is just so fascinating. And I think she also, um, mixed finished garments to sell, which I think is yes. so yeah. cool because that's yeah. really, you know, I think it's, it's hard to think about the impact that you could make as an individual. But again, like if you, if you multiply that out, if you are making clothes to sell, uh-huh. like you can, that's significant, uh, decrease in fabric waste. So uh-huh. I don't know. Those are just a few. There's so many though. You're right, Meg. There's, it's definitely, it feels like an area that, um, is growing, and I'm so happy for that. Mm-hmm.
2: I found a lot of the patterns that I I liked and referenced in uh, the socialist article. They did, mm-hmm. I believe, it almost came out of, about a year ago, last January. They did a really great article and kind of summary on zero zero waste patterns. And yeah, I had the Brigida Helmerson, the block pant. I thought that was so, so like neat. what I would even. Purchase that if it wasn't even zero waist, they're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a skirt version. And yeah, that's the one with the curved pockets. I was like, genius. So cute. Um, I also had the Chris Woods waterfall dress on there. I thought that was so, oh. so super cute. I mm-hmm. was just looking at that
1: one and I love it.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, very, very cute. And, and the LB's textile robe, it's a free tutorial and that's Fun. definitely on my list that, uh, that post has like the diagram that you can use and it seems like really, really approachable and, and easy to do, um, which also the Chris Woods patterns, I think they do a beginner approach yes. to zero waste, which mm-hmm. I think is a great starting place because, the first one that I got was the Maynard dress. And I said, Oh, this is like a lot. And, yeah, uh, I, I kind of frame, I was kind of scared that all no. So it was just going to be that complicated. I mean, it's beautiful and I'm definitely going to make it, but working up to it, but, um, uh, yeah. So I love how Chris Woods has a a beginner, uh, beginner Mm -hmm. take on that as well. Mm -hmm. And there was also another one, this, I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, schnitzel, <laughs> schnitzen patterns. There's mm-hmm. some really cute styles and di- really interesting sil- silhouettes that, um, that come from that, like a cute skirt and this cool top that has this like, rounded gathered hem. There's just so many different styles. And I love how international there's so many different, yeah. like there's, um, companies from Sweden, New Zealand, like so many international pattern companies and, you know, you're in North America too, are, are doing this. So, Um, yeah, so those are on my list too, as well as make use in, yeah, New Zealand has some really, really cool ones as well, um, that are free to use. There's some templates and all different types of formats and really like cutting edge designs too, and how you can get things that are fitted as well Mm -hmm. is really is super, super amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to also talk about um, using a projector. I guess would that count as z- zero waste sewing too? I guess it would because if, if we're talking about the uh, the paper usage and maybe mm-hmm. it would be easier to kind of vis- – it's not a paper template and diagrams if it's like a visual on – maybe it would be easier to, to do zero waste sewing if you have a projector. I'm just trying
0: to rationalize. I really want one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't know. I mean, I think my experience with zero waste, low waste has been more from the like draft your own based on measurements. Right. So I don't know how that would work in a projector setting, but I feel like that could be a pretty great marriage of, you know, I, I feel like on the paper side, definitely projector sewing is is a bonus uh-huh. and um, less wasteful. But I don't I don't really know how many zero waste patterns are using that technology.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: but I definitely think that it counts for at least for your morality points. I guess because like you said, <laughs> your you're human not, points. Yeah, your uh, your good place points. Um, they're not because uh, you're not using up that paper.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: especially for some of these zero waste patterns that are, they're in such intricate, you know, cur- it's hard to draft yourself a curve. Yeah, um, yes. some of them. So if you were to utilize them on a projector instead of the paper, it's kind of a, a win win. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: yeah, I need to yeah. Do I mean, it seems. <laughs> I was just thinking about this. I mean, I feel like with some of these draft your own you would have the opportunity to either like draft them on paper and then That's, use the paper pattern. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people just draw like directly on your fabric. If your yeah. fabric is, you know, works for that. Um, I feel like I feel like I've seen people kind of go both ways.
2: Mm uh-huh. hmm. My whole thing is sometimes I like to – I know the Burda style patterns, they often include a lot of draft-it-yourself patterns. But I mm-hmm. always draft them on paper first because when – if it's something I know I'm going to sew again, then you're not having to do it more take than the once. time to draw it in your fabric every time, you know? Yeah. So that's sometimes how um, I, I like to do my draft-it-your-own just in a paper because then yeah. I fold it up with the pattern. And then if I sew it again, I would often forget because – if I'm not barely reading the instructions the first time, you think I'm going to read it the second time? <laughs> I, <make them? laughs> I yeah. totally forget about, oh, where's that piece? Oh, I was supposed to drop and cut that. Whoa, but it wasn't with my right. favorite pieces. Anyways, um, now I'm just mumbling about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that that also depends on how stable your fabric is, because sometimes if totally. you're trying that's to true. draw a line on right. something that's really wiggly, you it might end up just not being square or not being right Mm -hmm. and it's a lot easier to get it right if you're using a paper piece and Mm -hmm. um, a rotary cutter
2: Mm -hmm. especially with sheer fabrics I couldn't imagine Mm -hmm. drafting and drawing on a chiffon that would just I would just give up at that point yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. you couldn't keep that on grain Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess it's just, yeah, that kind of low, low weights. If you're going to reuse the pattern again and again, then, Mm. you know, I, I was thinking I might actually draft the envelope dress pattern on paper because I just know I'm going to make it so many times. And in a top version as well, because it has that silhouette similar to your the Intero shell that I'm obsessed with and wear that kind of that sleeve and that V neckline and that shape. So I just know Mm -hmm. I'm going to use it a lot. So I think I'm going to do the calculations once and then do it on paper. And then it's just easy to to cut out every time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I can see myself making this like in a chiffon and a mesh or something for a cover up and Oh, everything like that.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> please do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want us all to just pick one and one fabric that's in your wardrobe Oof. that that's in your wardrobe, that's in your stash that it's like the most precious to you right now that you, you need to make a zero waste with it because it's so precious. It's your favorite. You don't want to, you want to use all of it in something. Is there one fabric that
1: comes to mind? <laughs> I'm sitting here looking up at my fabrics.
2: I know. I see Kate yeah, looking up. Amanda's like, I, I need to uh, turn all my way around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my best one is my uh, – I, I know you guys have seen it before because I've shown it to you before. It's uh, a white and like magenta um, silk brocade um, that I still haven't done anything with because I'm I remember still like, that. Yeah we, I, I, sometimes I think I know what I'm going to make with it and then I don't. So, um, so we'll see someday, someday I'm going to make something
0: with that skirt. Yeah, I think probably my best one, it's not, it doesn't, it's not coming from a place of like, it's so precious. I want to use it all up. It's more of a, I don't have very much of it. So I need to make the most of what I have scenario, but I have some really nice um, jacquard from Atelier Brunette, Brunette, um, however you say that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you actually, it's that uh, kind of bronze metallic and black Mm -hmm. uh, jacquard. I think you use some Meg, um, but that's been been sitting for a little while because it is so lovely. I don't have very much of it. So a zero waste pattern is actually might be might be the way to go.
2: And it's reversible too. It's like yes. two good sides, but it's like the opposing colors. I know I have mm-hmm. the same in the colorway. It's like mine's like rose gold and like kind of a, a deep teal it's so lovely mm-hmm. um, I know I, I made the Oso tank in it and I remember even utilizing the selvage edge as the top because it was this cute it was like a fringe I was like yeah I, can't, I need mm. to use this <laughs> it's a design <laughs> feature that could even be cute in a bag too utilizing the fringe for like seams and stuff um, yeah I, I think know. a bag would be great for that mm-hmm. the fabric that's coming to mind for me is this Um, fabric that I got. And it's just a white, nice, crisp cotton, but it has limes all over it. (laughs) And I love limes, obviously, because they're green. You can't make a margarita without a lime. And I want to do a zero waste pattern. And I want to wear it to my, we're going to do, you know, hopefully everything's going to be fine. And we're hopefully our garden will be fine by the summer. We're going to have kind of a margarita slash housewarming party. And I really want to wear it and I don't want any scraps of it. So (laughs) I want to make something grand in my lime dress. It's just like, it's all these like leaves and limes. And I just, I love it. Um, Everyone likes a lemon print, but what about the lime? <laughs> <laughs> I like lime
1: prints too.
0: I like all I like- the citrus. I like all Fabric fruit prints print. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, last me summer, too. oh,
1: last summer I bought like a set of like uh, fat quarters in watermelon prints and made myself like five <sighs> watermelon masks of different prints. Mhm.
2: Yeah. I actually for the style revive one of my tanks. The bottom layer I used a, it was it was a deadstock fabric I got from Blackbird, and it was a, a fruit bowl print, and it was kind of like retro looking. And I used that in a in my zero waste like ruffle top. Yeah, I have a lot of fruit prints too, and I love <laughs> citrus prints. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me, I'll have to post a picture of this. And I feel like in an upcoming episode we need to use them because they are citrus bowls. And I bought these when I was 17 years old, like over 10 years ago. And they've been in my quote unquote hope chest in my, my parents' basement until I got my, and it was going to be my, I was starting buying for my house and I totally forgot about them. And my, my dad brought them over, my mom dug them out of the basement. And the big bowl is it's it speckled on the outside like a ceramic, like the zest and then inside the bowl is like the citrus It looks like the the slices and so it's orange, the big bowl and then there's little salad bowls that there's three lime ones and three lemon ones so it's my citrus Aww. bowl set and so it's screaming it's- for a bowl challenge a bowl citrus challenge. bowl challenge
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so and that was also just, it's all the little things when moving to a house, I was just screaming of excitement I was like, I haven't, these have been in a basement for like so many years. I remember mm-hmm. buying them like so long ago. I was like, one yes. day when I have a house. <laughs> Thankfully, Julian likes them. He would, no.
1: <laughs> if he yeah. didn't
2: like them, I don't know what would happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Well, yesterday I was uh I was cleaning out my China cabinet and uh got my mom and I washed all my uh all my china pieces. Uh, Because I'm having a fancy dinner in a couple of days, and I'm very excited to use my china. I'm not sure I've ever actually used it before, (laughs) and I've been married (laughs) over 10 years. So, yes, I I understand your excitement. Sorry, that had nothing to do with sewing. I apologize, listeners. Oh, I'm... Oh, we've already got. We've already talked about Yellowstone. There's uh, citrus bowls, and
2: you know what? It's all all bets are off. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. It's all related to sewing. We were talking I about, about you know fruit what? fabric. <laughs> oh, that, that we is were. true.
2: It is true. Yeah, fruit prints. I think n- now I have so many fruit prints. I have a watermelon a watermelon print. I know I do the rest of the fruit bowl print. I'm going to make a statement that every fruit print in my stash must be sewn in a zero waste pattern. No fruit <laughs> is going in the garbage.
0: No fruit left behind. No, no fruit, fruit left, left behind. Left behind. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love it. Um, it's It will be unsurprising or, or it will be surprising to no one. I have no fruit fabrics. <gasps> um, what? <might> have. What? To- <laughs> I mean, I have like zero prints, y'all, so y'all know, know. this about me, but, um,
1: but that yeah. was a sarcastic gasp, Amanda. Okay, you good. know that, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. I was actually a little surprised. I thought not even like a, uh, a cute little cherry.
0: Um, I probably, I have, you know what? I probably have some actually in my quilting cotton collection, oh, but no, yeah. no garment fabric. Um, with cute little prints on them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, Think? not sorry. Mm-hmm. It's not your thing. Okay, also, mm-hmm. that's
2: fine. Yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. More for more for us, right? Kate, exactly. <laughs> there you go.
1: That's why <laughs> I did take. it. <laughs> I'll take all of your fruit prints, and I guess okay, I'll let Meg have some too. <laughs> uh,
2: I'm partial well, to green fruits too. I have an avocado print. I like the watermelon has you know the green outside. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Lime. Or- Lime. Lime. Yes. Yep. All right. <laughs> oh, wow. I did not know we would just get so involved about fruit printed fabric. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think if I had to pick one, I'd probably do oranges. I love oranges. Oh, oranges. That would be cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Maybe, maybe this is the year. Maybe yeah. I'll, maybe I'll branch out. But at either, any rate, I am super excited to. I think I need to put some zero waste patterns on my list for the year and really, yeah. um, but I'd like to test those out, learn a little bit more about how they work. I'm kind of fascinated and mildly intimidated by them, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's always, those are always good reasons to explore more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: I'm going to be s- sewing the uh, envelope dress. I'm going to be, I'm going to cut it out tonight. Um, I'm going to use another fabric, not my. Not my precious lime print. I need to uh, save that. I <laughs> want to mm-hmm. test it out first. Test out some, you know, <laughs> some layouts and stuff. I might even do the hack. I also downloaded the hack. You add a ruffle sleeve to it. Yes. Like, that would be so cute. Mm-hmm. So cute.
0: Mm-hmm. I always, I like those dresses belted, too. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that gives, um, they just, I don't know, they end up looking so refined. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like if you pick the right fabric, you could make a Super fancy looking dress. Like yeah. Maybe sequins or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's just nothing
2: like the feeling of walking around your own house in some like in like a dress.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, you know? <laughs> like a house dress? <laughs> a house dress.
2: I it's just it's a it's a feeling. I, you know, uh I did I I've only done it a couple times. I got this sweater sweater dress, and it just feels just more. Elegant. It feels like you are You should be on a TV show. Like, you watch these shows. Like, who walks around their house? And, and I want to <laughs> no. be that girl. Meg. Meg
0: does. <laughs> yeah. So these are going to be my house dresses. So I'm very excited. So, um, yeah. On the subject of dresses, and this is going to be really a tangent. One thing that I didn't realize <laughs> when I was looking back at my 2021 makes, I made one dress. What? <laughs> one dress. I – I don't know. I it was not intentional. Like I, I was never like on a dress ban. Um, I had made a couple of dresses the prior year. I was just I wasn't intending to not sew dresses, but I just sewed one, and it was just my little um, baby doll dress hack using the Trinchera t-shirt powder. Oh,
2: that was a good. Which that I was love a and good I've dress. worn that. Yeah. I love
0: it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so comfy and really fun to layer up. But I was really surprised by that dresses. I don't know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I I agree. I really love um a sweater knit dress. Like that is so cozy, so comfy. I feel like they do end up looking like fancy and so fancy. Yeah. But like yeah. Uh-huh. Um before we wrap up this segment,
2: I just want to ask Kate. I know you were kind of um newish, not newish, but haven't known uh, totally as, as yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're is right. I one... was totally. <laughs> 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 I want to, I'm just curious. Is that, you know, reading off these, is there any one pattern or one style that popped out to you in particular that you feel like you, you would, or you would make?
1: Well, I haven't, I haven't had an opportunity to look at all of them oh, um, right, because yeah. I was kind of doing it as we were talking and, yeah. um, <laughs> Well, Amanda didn't put uh, links in the uh, in the script for her, Sorry. so I'm gonna have to Google those. <laughs> but um, I really did. I liked the um, oh the Chris Woods throw jacket. I thought that was really oh, cute. Yeah. And then the waterfall dress is really appealing mm-hmm. to me as well. But yeah, I want to look through all of these and, and find something to try out because I think it's such a it's such a good idea, and it's so. It's so valuable to think about doing things like that where you're not wasting a bunch Uh of stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh I think it's neat too. It's just a different way of sewing. It's like a different mindset, Mm -hmm. a different creative challenge. I'm like so in awe of people who can figure this out, figure out sizing, figure out how to calculate the dimensions and how those pieces uh, all fit together. Like it's just it boggles my mind. I'm I'm in awe. Um and I hope it continues to grow as a trend and Yeah, in some. for sure. Mm-hmm. Ooh. There's a
1: there's a gauzy waterfall dress in this list of pictures and ooh, it's so yeah. pretty. So mm-hmm. swanny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see yes
2: you in the throw jacket and the waterfall dress. I think those are very I could see yeah, you making mm-hmm. and wearing those Kate. super cute.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do some Exploring soon. Cool. Well, should we take
2: a break and then let's take a break. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna eat some of my fruit fabric. No, I'm just
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm hungry. I feel like we're on a (laughs) streak. Like now I want some citrus fruit.
1: All right everybody, it is time for our sojo segment. This is the segment where we talk about what's giving us our sewing mojo. So Amanda, how about you start us off this time? What's giving you your sojo right now? Um
0: thanks for asking. I <laughs> <laughs> As I as I mentioned, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out kind of what my sewing goals are for the year and I might I might not in fact have any other than to keep sewing and keep finding joy in sewing uh-huh. um so i think instead i'm i'm thinking about kind of intention and one of the things that came up for me over the holiday break was that i i finally like put away all my clothes like from the laundry baskets out of clean clothes like i put everything away and we did we did a lot of like cleaning projects around our house just to kind of start the new year off on a fresh start. Um, but I, I really think that I'm due and overdue for a wardrobe assessment. Like I really need to go through things. I think we, um, we had such a mild fall and early winter here in Colorado that I just now kind of switched everything over to like my winter clothes. And I'm in various stages of fit with, um, garments. I've got things that fit and then they didn't fit. And now they kind of fit. Like I, I just really need to go through and make some hard decisions. And we should totally do an, a podcast episode about that. I don't think that we really have um, like kind of thinking through strategies for that, mm-hmm. thinking through, you know, like what do you need? How do you make those decisions? How do you sort things? Um, so Let's put that on the list, but I'm I'm definitely in need of that because I think I need to do that and then figure out yeah. like, where my mm-hmm. sewing practice kind of fits in. Um, I definitely have some things that I want to sew for my husband and my daughter this year, and I've got a few fun things on my list, but I, don't, I think I need to do that so I can figure out what I need, and it may be that I don't need much, and I'm okay with that.
2: Yeah, I need to do that too, sure. and not just visualize yeah. and just say, oh... I might need a bit more time. Ta- I need to tally, actually yes. write it down. The yes. Just like, huh. <laughs> I need to definitely make a tally and do that too. For sure.
1: Well, how about you, Meg? What's your sojo? Actually, I've been
2: sewing um, aprons <laughs> lately. And aprons. it was part of my – yeah, it was part of my – um I remember I said la- at the last episode um, that the first thing I sewed in the new house, I would have to sew something for the home and for Julian before I sewed something for myself. So I kind of mm-hmm. combined them <laughs> and <laughs> made <laughs> Julian an apron
0: <laughs> for mm-hmm. the
2: house. So then I sewed myself a lime green workout job yesterday. So that I kind of those ticked off two boxes. But I used the Helen's Closet Sam apron.
1: Mm-hmm. And...
2: Because I realized like he, Julian doing a lot of work and we've been cooking a lot more, having so much fun with our fancy new appliances. And um, he doesn't have an apron and I need a new apron too. So I was like, i got to sew him one. I use black, um, this black twill and lime green stitches. I loved all the compartments. And so he's actually been using it for doing, you know, jobs around the house. Um, he's been he likes to put a screwdriver in one and, you know, and all that. And my dad now, he wants one for cooking. He loves, it has like a towel hook, like literally Helen's called school that they thought of everything in this apron pattern and it's unisex and it's really great. And I already have one cut out for my dad and uh, Julian's friend who helped us doing some work on the house, who's a contractor. I'm making him one. And so I've been sewing a lot of aprons for, for others, which is actually kind of, it's been nice and it's, it's just nice, simple sewing. Just rectangles and lots of mm-hmm. satisfying mm-hmm. top stitching. It's not too hard and it's easy and it serves a purpose. And so I've been having fun doing that. Awesome. Yeah. I love so it. And it's a free pattern. It's free. So anyone can download it. And
1: it is Julian approved. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Well, that's some high praise right there.
0: <laughs> it is. Oh.
1: Well, as for me, I don't know. Um I've been um <laughs> I've been like on this uh actually this cleaning cake in the rest of the house because we're having people over for a semi-fancy dinner and that's been taking up all of my all of my brain energy. So I haven't done much sewing in the past few weeks and I don't know precisely when I'm going to get back to it. And I don't have any like particular plans. So wow. I really don't have much to answer here. Um, but I want to look into some zero waste patterns. And yeah, to be honest, I probably am going to sew some underwear because I kind of need some. Mm-hmm. So there we go. <laughs> that's my.
0: That's I love my that.
1: <laughs> that's, those are the Lots. scraps I saved. I scrapped, I saved the, uh, the, uh, the knit scraps, knit cotton scraps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: I think it's only appropriate that your fancy dinner calls for fancy new underwear. Yes. <laughs> oh,
1: I do not have time to make fancy new underwear before my fancy dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> world you're going sorry to my guests. They will the underwear that they will not see is going to be <laughs> old red. Not underwear. fancy. Not yeah.
0: you know I've seen a <laughs> lot of people sewing undies. I yeah. feel like, I don't know what it is. Maybe we're just all sick of doing so much laundry and yeah. just sewing more.
1: Yeah. Well, that's one of those things. You know, if you've got too many tops, you've got too many pants, can you really ever have too many pairs of panties? No. No. Never. You cannot. And see, there you go. If you want to sew, but mm-hmm. you can't think of anything you need in your wardrobe, underwear.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. That's terrific. <laughs> so satisfying. <laughs> all right. Uh, shall we hop into our so and tell? Um, all right. This is where we are at the moment asking you, the listeners, a question. No, you, the listeners, are asking us a question. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Um, and then we answer it. And then you can also answer it if you want to yeah. on our Instagram. Am I getting this right? I don't know. It's been like so long since we recorded. <laughs>
0: No way. feel rusty.
1: So our, uh, so our question for today is, what is the first thing that you sewed or are going to sew in 2022? Um, and I'm going to go first. As I mentioned, I didn't uh, actually sew anything yet in 2022. And despite my saying I was going to sew some underwear, um, which is accurate, that's probably the first thing I'm going to sew for myself, um, I think think probably the next thing I'm actually going to sew is a pair of overalls for <gasps> creative machine embroidery that I haven't started. Yet. Uh, <laughs> so those are for what next fall? Um, but I got to get on mm-hmm. them. Um, what so, what pattern yeah, are you uh, using? Oh, shoot. Amanda, do you remember? Are you using the Greer? Greer yes, I'm using the Greer. The, oh, Greer the Greer is a jumpsuit and an overall pattern. Um, and I got, ooh, oh, actually, hey, look, it's right here. This is the linen I got. <laughs> oh, it's kind cute. of, uh, it's kind of a rusty orangey, maybe with just a little pink tinge. Love that. Yeah, so like I think it's coral from here. So yeah, cute. Yeah, it's, it's pretty coral. It's going to be, it's going to be real cute, I think. And they're going to have some leaves and stuff.
0: Ooh, so those are going to be get... awesome. Mm-hmm. That's,
1: that's mine. Uh, hey, Meg, why don't you go next? What's the first thing you sewed? I actually sewed. well, I technically, I sewed the
2: aprons in the end of last, last year. So the first thing I sewed in 2022 is I made yesterday. I made, um, I hacked a knit sloper that's in, uh, that I use in my workout wear course that's starting this month. And I did like a little peekaboo panel that's like on trend right now. So I hacked a a little workout wear top and it turned out super cute. Yeah. And it's green
1: it is. (laughs) It's it's behind you on the table, right? Yes. It's behind me.
2: And yeah, I was, yeah, I was playing with it. I was wearing it. Um, as soon as I made it, I tried on to take some pictures and I was just, I had this little tube that I was practicing the stitches with and it was like a finished little tube. And then I just wrapped it around the peekaboo and it made a little bow. And I was like, Oh, I like this better. And so I hand sewed it. And so now they're like the, the bottom panel, like gathers in the center to create this little like cute bow. Just how nice. like, some things just happen like that. And I, just, I yeah. just that's what I love about sewing. And I literally picked that thing out of my garbage. I said, "Oh, that's <laughs> a little, look, look that. Wow, this <laughs> is really." Yeah. Well, thankfully now that my now that we don't live in all one room, I have a dedicated studio garbage. Yeah. Song, you know, garbage of just you know everything.
1: <laughs> and right. I probably
2: wouldn't have picked it out then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, all right, yeah, Amanda. So, how about you? you?
0: Have you sewn anything yet? You know i I sewed a little bit at, right after the Christmas holiday like that week between uh-huh. Christmas and New Year's, and I had planned on it and I did a little bit and it was really it was really lovely to kind of get back in my sewing space and I sewed um, a rib knit Nico Ooh, top with like yes. three quarter inch sleeves and I have loved I've worn it so many times already um, I'd been meaning to sew it for forever. So I don't have like a January list. I feel a little bit lost without a list. So I think after this, I'm going to spend some time with my stash and and make some plans. Um, but I think first I'm probably going to sew um, another Aster blouse, uh, Roscoe blouse hack. It's, um, it's, a, it's a V-neck button up. And then I added, um, and that was the Colette pattern. And then I added the Roscoe blouse uh, sleeves to it. Um, or the bottom of the sleeve shape because it's got that really nice bell mm-hmm. shape. So I kind of just melded the two sleeves together. But I've sewn it multiple times. I love this mashup. Um, so I don't know. I should I should probably like trace out the pattern pieces for realsies and mm-hmm. like store them well for realsies because I took it out and I didn't have um, all of the pattern pieces that I need. But I just love that hack. I've got some some eye cat and I feel like. That'd be a really nice way to, to kick off my sewing for the year. Cool. Yeah. So what I'm going to do.
1: Awesome. Mm-hmm. So we've got, we've got plans.
2: We've got plans. Yeah. hmm
1: I I'm like plans. to make a Nico
2: too. I think you could totally wear a Nico underneath the envelope yes. dress to make it. I was so already thinking that like. Cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. So I could wear it this time of year too in the, in the chill. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll be all cozied up in my house, my turtleneck and my, in my envelope, caftan, Your house dress. and
0: I'll
2: be <laughs> sipping a martini. You know, <laughs> yeah. No dry in January dream. over here. I, it's, I, <laughs> I can't. I need that.
1: <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I spent all of New Year's Day um, wandering around the house in my fleece caftan that I drafted, I think, <gasps> last year. Ooh. I mean, it's like I didn't even, I didn't finish any ends or anything because it's fleece, so it's like literally four lines of stitching and a cutout neck hole. And it's so cozy and comfy. And I love it. Oh, <laughs> that's
0: nice. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> that was a super inspiring episode to kick yeah. off the year with, guys. I am I love I love our plans for the podcast. Um, I feel like we've got some good, good topics to cover. And of course, we're always like adding to the list as we think always. about things that we haven't talked about yet. Um, but I just wanted to mention two things super quick. Um, the pick a pattern contest that we ran in December was so much fun. We, and I, I feel like, I mean, it was fun for us, but I feel like people really got into it too. We had, you know, terrific prizes. People were so excited about those. I found out about new patterns that I haven't sewn yet, um that are, are going to go on my 2022 list and we have the full list of results is going to be up on sodaily.com so we'll put that listing in the show notes um but be sure to check those out it was it was really fun i kind of can't wait to do it again um and we're also working on a super secret so and tell themed surprise. Oh yeah. Um, and we'll be able to share some more information about that probably later in January, definitely early February. But um I can't even think of a good hint except I don't know, it's gonna be awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it's gonna be so much fun. I I can't even believe that we, you know, I'm just so excited that it's you know it's it's happening it's a thing. You know? it's, it's a thing it was just such an idea so long ago I know so many times we've talked like wouldn't it be so much fun to like do something like this and now yes. we're
0: doing it we're gonna do it so <laughs> gonna do stay it. tuned super exciting things coming your way maybe we'll drop a few hints on the Instagram feed and stories uh-huh. um, but more soon stay tuned yeah. y'all yeah what are those called the little Easter eggs is that what they're called yes when- hints exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> Well, until next time, happy stitching. Bye, everyone. Bye.
1: <laughs> For links to everything we talked about in this episode, go to our show notes page at sodailycom slash tell. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sewandtellpodcast at goldenpeakmedia.com or visit us on Instagram at sewandtellpod. Answer the Sew and Tell question, tell us your Sojo, or just leave us some feedback. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And please leave us a review, ideally a good one, because that helps listeners like you find our podcast. And tell your sewing friends about us, too. Thanks for listening, and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is a Sew Daily podcast and produced by Golden Peak Media. It's hosted and produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zeinard. Daisha Clay is our producer, director of podcasts is Jared Mayer, Tiffany Warble is director of content, Kelsey Ratterman handles our marketing, and Andrea Lotz does all things digital. If you'd like more information on sponsoring or advertising on So & Tell, go to goldenpeakmedia.com.